Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. Another week. Week 16. Back again. Almost gone the length of an NFL season. Just about with the bye week. With the bye week. We had the bye week in there. Yep, we did. We did have one bye week. So, Our uh, first episode post Celtics losing to LeBron in Game 7. Not happy about it. No. Um, not the ending we wanted. Awful game. A lot of, um, a lot of hero ball at the end. A lot like, of missed shots. It was all hero ball. Yeah. I mean, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier 0 for 10 from 3. Scary Terry, man. Wasn't so scary. No. He, he was uh, scared. He was scared. Scared. He uh, broke his, his little streak of playing well at home and not playing well on the road. He actually played well in Game 6 in Cleveland when they lost, and then he sucked at home in Game 7, as did most of the team except for Jason Tatum. Oof. He was... He was what LeBron was to the Cavs for us. Yeah. He's the reason we were in that game. Absolutely. Only reason we were in that game. I mean, we scored 79 Se- points at home. Yeah, you can't. That's embarrassing. You can't expect to win scoring 79 at home against LeBron in a game seven. I'm sorry. He scores half that in a game seven anyways. Right. By um, himself. Not to mention, I mean, and we had been saying, you know, role players don't step up on the road, but, you know. Cavs kind of did. Jeff did Green. Jeff, Jeff fucking Green. Jeff man. Green. Remember him? Yeah, barely. Man, yeah, right? I remember a few great games from him, and I remember him disappearing on most nights. And he decided to have one of his good games in game seven. Yeah. What did he have, like 23 points or something? I'm guessing LeBron gave him, he had 19, I think. Nah. But I'm guessing LeBron gave him a pep talk and was like, I saw what you did to me when I was on the Heat a few years ago. I remember he dropped like 40 something. It's like, where is that, you know? Yeah. Gave him so some he, of that. He gave him some of that. Gave him some of that and gave him uh, and gave him the ball. Yeah. And so he had up in the absence of Kevin Love. Yeah, exactly. Starting over Love. Um, Kyrie not at the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that surgery on a deviated septum. I don't like that. As Mark Jackson pointed out during the game, he could have been more valuable than an assistant coach sitting on the bench. I mean. You know, he he knows how to talk to the guys. He can come. Why would he not want to be there? I mean, like you said, he had something going on. But Surgery for a deviated septum on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend just doesn't really make that. And yeah. granted, if it was in the morning, apparently that's not a, I've never had deviated septum no, surgery. Neither have I. I don't even uh, know what that is. But they stuff the gauze all the way up into your sinuses after they do the surgery. Um so I can imagine it is pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, that sounds awful. That being said, why wouldn't like it wasn't an emergency procedure? He didn't break deviate his septum right. the, on Saturday. Why night. not wait until after the playoffs? Yeah, or at least wait until and. Um, I did hear some speculation. Maybe he uh, he wanted to get it done now because he thought they were going to go to the finals. There's been some other speculation that he didn't want to be there. For Game Seven, if what happened happened, yeah, and then his whole old team, you know, beats his team on the home court, he should be there trying to help us. He should. He, he should. should be totally. Gordon Hayward was there. Yeah. Too bad he couldn't play. You know. Yeah. He's he's probably what he's getting close to returning to action. Right. I mean, obviously next year. Next uh, year is going to be fun. 
obviously now it's wait till next year, but yeah. I'm sure he'll be able to do some summer ball leagues and oh, everything, yeah. you know? Yep. He'll be working out with the team in the summer. Um, Marcus Smart had some comments after the game. Uh, he said he's... His contract? Yep. He said he's not... He, he said he he's worth more than $14 million, right? Yep. Um, what do you think about that? You know, I mean, we saw... We've seen guys leave here and get get decently paid. I mean, what Evan yeah. Turner? But Marcus Smart wants to stay here. He's made that pretty clear. Yeah. Same. So he, he's hoping for the Celtics to pay him whatever, 16, 17, 18 mil. I mean, I would... If you're bidding against another team and it comes down to the 16 million, I'll, I'll, we'll pay him the 16, but... And because he... He's like a... I mean, we saw it. We talked about it last week. When he wasn't here for the with the team, or when he was with the team without playing during the playoffs, then once yeah. he came back and that saw the Bucks difference. series, yeah, completely changed like the whole mentality of the team. Right, and like he's just a he's that dog on defense. He plays as much as we talk about Rozier being more skilled and a better scorer. When Rozier has a night like he had the other night. He's pretty much useless. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Smart can have a bad shooting night and still help the team. Yeah, dive for balls, yeah. pick up some steals, yeah. get a few charge calls on James Harden. He he got a huge charge on uh, LeBron in Game 7. Yep. Put himself right in his way, got ran over by the freight train. He had, a, he had a block on someone too, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. I mean, he's a great defender. Yeah. Um, back to Tatum and LeBron real quick, though. Bringing up LeBron, the one dunk. highlight of that game, the, dunk. the Celtics. That, I mean, if I'm Jason Tatum, I'm getting that blown up and framing it, and putting it on my wall. Oh yeah, right when you walk <laughs> into the house, so that's yep. the first thing you see. Yeah, would have been unbelievable if we won the game. That would have been the play that everyone was talking about. But yeah, that was. I mean, the way he just he slides through the defense, you know, it's yep. like he he gets in these. They try to double team him. On it, or like two defenders started to converge on him. He got between both of them, and then yeah. LeBron stepped up, and it's like we just put LeBron on a poster. Yeah, which is nearly very impossible rare. to do. I was gonna say I it's mean, very rare. Tiro tried to put LeBron on a poster. Got swatted. Got for swatted. It. LeBron kind of baited him a little bit. He kind of stood back and made him think he had a clear lane, and then he jumped in in the last second and swatted him. You know, um, as much as as much as LeBron is a bitch. Yeah. Gotta hand it to him. He did have a game. He had a game, but man, as good as he was in that game, we lost because we couldn't hit a fucking basket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Al kind of went missing. Al went missing in game six, yeah. first of all. He had like... Average Al. Yep, it was right back to average. And uh, I don't know, it was just like poor execution, yep. a lot of missed shots, like... I mean, Jesus, they couldn't buy a bucket for a while. Oh, it was awful. It was terrible to watch. One of the most frustrating games I've watched, and we still had a chance to win it at the end. I know, right? Then that was the closest game. That was the first That was the first game that had a lead change in that series in the fourth right. quarter. Right. And speaking of which, and our first home loss, by the way. First home loss, of but the postseason. So, I uh I gotta ask, are you, are you happy with what happened with the way the season went? Are you oh, I'm very happy with the season overall. Or are you disappointed in the fact that we were up two zero, yeah. then we were up three two, then we had a lead in the fourth quarter at home, 
in Game 7, and we lost. I'm disappointed in the series. I'm disappointed in the way the series played out. I think we should have been able to... We should have beat them. We should have beat them, absolutely. I no, mean, I agree with that. But as the, the season overall, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season we'd lose Hayward and Irving and make it to Game 7 of the Conference Finals, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I could. I, I would say, yeah, losing those guys, obviously... I mean, obviously we have one of those guys. I think that series is over in five. Oh, yeah. I, I was saying that actually yesterday. If we had Kyrie, we would have won in five. I agree with that. And, you know, it sucks to say, but, you know, we've we got to get ready for next year, you know? Next year is going to be fun. I mean, if we can avoid, you know, freak injuries. Yeah, I know. No snapping no ankles. Yeah, first five come minutes on now. Game. <laughs> Straighten Straight up, up those season. ankles, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, don't. I thought that was a hockey thing, right? At the ankles bent, but uh, but yeah. Speaking ne- of next, I mean, think about how far we made it this year, and add two all stars to our team. I mean, and two who's superstars say, basically. Well, who's to say? You know, traded Danny, man. Yeah, uh, I I I don't want them to make too many moves this off season. But they don't need to make too many moves. But I would not be surprised to see. I mean, Terry Rozier gone. Yeah, I could see him being traded. I could see Bane's gone, but we'll need to, you know, keep that. The core. Keep that, uh, you know, a strong paint presence if we do get rid of yep. Baines. Um, because he was big. He was big uh, defensively for us all year. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. He. Keep Brown and Tatum, please. I, I mean, I, I want to keep them. I, like, we'll imagine, keep Tatum. Ma- imagine Brown and Tatum in a starting lineup with Hayward and Kyrie. Well, the only the only thing I will say is Jalen did. He was one of the ones that kind of disappeared. Oh, absolutely. Him and Terry were like the two biggest that disappeared. Yeah. From like in game, like they um, Jalen Brown was basically the leading scorer for the team. Like most, if not Through most games, like throughout most of the playoffs. Yeah. And. Completely disappeared. But in the big moments, home. Tatum stepped up more more so. That's that's where I'm going. Yeah. I'm saying Tatum's got to stay. I, mean, I, I ain't touching Tatum. Oh, man. But they, I will be so – there's no way they can get rid of him. But Jalen Brown – You look at how good he is right now. I think about it. You put Brown and Terry Rozier in a package. Yeah. You can get something for that. You can get something pretty good for that. Depends on what it is. But, yeah, you can get something for that. Those you guys know. are, you know – Teams are going to be looking at those guys after Definitely. what they did this year. Definitely. And how far and we went. And that's saying that's saying we pay Marcus that 15, 16, whatever we want. Right. Paying him that. Yeah. Because I want to see Marcus Smart back. I do too. Uh, he's yeah. a winning player. We've gone back. It's been a debate for weeks. We've gone back and forth. Oh, because b- both of us. You yeah. know, we've both said because one week Terry will be on fire. The next week yeah. Smart comes back and lights up the defense. So... I mean, I've, I'm officially Marcus Smart off to Terry Rozier. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great great to have, but it's almost like... Um, well, like I said, it's like Rozier, when he's best, I might take him over Smart just because he can score. But when see, he's... I'm, I'm not even... I'm, I'm off it. I'm off that. Yeah. I'm just all Marcus Smart. I want, I want to see that dog out there. Yeah. I mean, he sucks at shooting. <coughs> but then again, so did Rozier in Game 7, so 
well, you know, Rondo, he was never a great shooter. Still that's ain't true. a great shooter. That's true. And But that's another thing. Smart ain't a great shooter, but he's the lob passes he throws. He does make good passes. He's good at finding he's a smart guy. He's a smart player. Um, you know, he sees the floor well. So it's it's more than just the the scoring aspect because he can. I'd rather see him giving other people the opportunity. I I know he does like to take his deep threes and yeah, come right over half court, catch and shoot. You know yeah, but if we can tame that down and just get him focused on being more of a, a point guard, yeah, like a, uh, a playmaker than trying to be. I mean, he's a rare talent. His game, it's it's not pretty. No. And it doesn't show up. Most of it doesn't show up in the stat sheet. But you you know he's there. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like a poor man's Draymond Green. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know? Because Draymond can score. Draymond can score. He can shoot a little better. Yeah. Except he kicks people in the nuts, too. Yeah. He's also a dick. Yeah. He's a nut so. kicker. He's a dick kicker. Um, speaking of offseason moves... It, our good, our good buddy Antoine Walker, good old Tuan, came out with uh, with another gem after yeah. he said that uh, the 76ers would sw- would win in five after they lost game one. Mm-hmm. Now he came out. I know how that went. Came out today, and he said if he was LeBron James, he would come to Boston this offseason. There's no way in hell LeBron's coming to Boston. The his thinking behind it, he said he says it's the Durant move, yeah, to go to the best team, because, I mean clearly we saw it. Seventy sixes. They didn't. They didn't really give us too tough of a time. Not know? at all. I mean, granted, that, that was an easy series for us. Granted, Philly. If Philly gets LeBron, obviously that changes. Whoever gets LeBron, whoever gets LeBron change. is in the finals. That's that's how it goes. Well, Unless Eastern goes Conference Finals, at least yeah. Conference Finals, yeah. But he, well, actually, lately he said, "You're right. It is the finals. Whatever team he's on." <laughs> Last time he wasn't there was 2010. Wow. So we could have stopped the streak. We should have. Well, we were right there. We were. It's disappointing. But yeah, think about that. Celtics Lakers in 2010 was the last time LeBron wasn't in the finals. We were juniors in high school. Yep. <laughs> Two years before, raised that banner. Speaking of which, uh, the documentary came out last night. 2008 Celtics. Yep. On NBC Sports Boston, I recorded it. I was watching it when you got here. Yep. I saw. About, I saw uh, Big Baby on there. Yeah, Big Baby was talking. He was. Stone throughout that. I whole was gonna thing, say, was tell. he was he smoking? No, you could tell he was stoned throughout the whole interview. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but no, it's pretty interesting. A lot of behind the scenes stuff. They talked to Eddie House, James Posey, Leon Poe, all the guys. And so. Garnett had a real. He had a uh, he had a pump up video for the finals. I know you know he wished it was the Celtics going there, so he could throw that spin on there. But of course, uh, he had a good pump up video for that and. Um, I haven't had a chance to check out this documentary, but I'm still getting through it. I'm about halfway through. Definitely worth watching, though. Yeah. They start back, they start in 86, like, it, at the beginning of it, they start 86, the last Celtics championship, and they go up, like, you know, through Bird retiring, uh, Len Bias 
being drafted and dying and then Reggie Lewis dying and like all the shit that happened in the nineties. Yep. And they get up to, you know, Antoine Walker and then Pierce getting drafted and Rick Patino's time here. Like they go through all that stuff all the way up until they, they got Doc in two thousand four. You yep. know, and he bumped heads with Pierce at first, they didn't get along and then you know, they hit rock bottom and then won the championship. They go through all that stuff. Hell yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Very interesting. And Danny Ainge, obviously, you know, the guy who made it all happen. Yeah, traded Danny. Traded Danny. And still making things happen. Yep. Making it making it happen. I mean, he's had a hell of a decade when you go back to uh, 07 when he got Ray and KG. Hey, the Brooklyn Nets are still paying for right. fucking... It's like as soon as that era ended, he started building another one right away. Yeah, he's just... We only had one bad year. Yep. He's... <laughs> he, he, very good at making an empire. Yeah. Real well, quick. he brought and he brought in Brad Stevens, which is like the biggest thing he's done. Yeah. Other than the the net straight, I mean, post big three era, the biggest thing he's done is KG, obviously. Yeah. Well, and the the fleecing of the the Cavaliers this off season. Yeah. For Kyrie. Right. I mean, and the fleecing of the the Sixers trading the pick and you know trading down from one to three and taking Tatum instead of Fultz, who ended up being better. Yep. Like trade a Danny. If you don't trust Trader Danny by now, you know, what GM do you trust? Like, who's doing a better job than he is? Yeah, I really, I really can't, like, you, you can't. Know, who would, I mean, other than the Warriors, what other team wouldn't be, want to be in our position? Granted, there's a lot of, it seems like when a big player gets traded in the NBA, sometimes it does end up being kind of a steal for the team that gets that player. Right. But. I mean, but just the way the, he's able to, yeah, the way rebuild it so fast. The way Cleveland had to literally, they changed their roster in the off season, and then they changed it all again at, at the trade deadline. Yeah, literally made like what seven trades. Yeah, something, something like that. And that's trying to make up for Danny Ainge, like what Danny Ainge did to them. Basically, know? yeah. I mean, look at you know. We gave them IT and Jay Crowder, and they don't have either of those guys anymore. No. And we still got Kyrie. You know, he got hurt, but he'll be back next year. And Exactly. You know, he's just another piece to our puzzle. We got a, a lot of talented players. Definitely. Definitely. So next year is going to be fun. It will be. 2019 Good. champs. 2019, Banner Call it 18. right now. All right, you Episode heard it here. 16, I'm calling it. All right, what's the date? Uh, May 31st. May 30th. 2018, yep. 2018, 8.54 p.m., <laughs> Jack Bodsley. 2019 champs. He's calling it. Celtics are the champs next year. Yep. So we'll have to rehash this in about a year. Yep. Well, a little over a year. A little over a year, yep. A little over a year we'll be uh, talking about the parade. There we go. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll live broadcast from the parade. We should. We do a live podcast from there. We should. Let's schedule it right now because we know what's going to happen. All right. You, <laughs> are you booking the duck boats? I'm, I'm booking the duck boats. All right. Cue them. We got uh, the Sox uh, winning. Yes, they are. They, uh, they won By this. the way, first episode in a while where we don't have a Boston team playing behind us. Yeah, this is... Uh, the Sox had a day game today. Yeah, this is odd. But Sox we won have, today. Uh, we, do, we have Houston Yankees behind us, and yep. we're playing Houston tomorrow. Yep. So that's going to be a tough series. Is Stanton 0 for like 16 now? Because he was 0 for 13 after last night, and he just flew out. All I know is J.D. Martinez is a lot better. He's he's like, he's hitting worse than friggin' Jackie Bradley Jr., I think. JBJ's on a five-game hitting streak. 
Is he over 200 yet? I don't know. <laughs> Let me check that. <laughs> but I know he's on a five-game hitting streak. I think he's still under 200. That being said, good for good for Jamie. Yeah, good, good. Let him Get keep that hit. trade value yep. up. Get yep, that bump that shit up. <laughs> but that being said, Hanley officially was released yeah. um, earlier this afternoon. Uh, we designated from him for assignment last week. I miss Hanley already. You, you knew there was no team was going to pick him up in that week period. Yeah. From after they designated him for assignment, no team was going to pick up that money. That being said, it kind of, I mean, apparently, supposedly it was Cora's call. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, he has, uh, you had tweeted out, he he has, what, three walk-off home runs and four other walk-off hits in the past couple of years or something? Yep. And he hit 570 in the playoffs last year. Yep. So, you know, he was... Very good bat, and we, and we talked about it before earlier this year. He's we've talked a lot about Hanley on this on this podcast. He's been stepping into that leadership role. He yeah, was kind he of loved assuming, being here. Yeah, he really did. He first thing he said was, "I'll always love you, Boston," or something like that. Yeah. Um, when he when they designated him for assignment, but that being said, if they got if they if they were going to do anything like that. Send JBJ back right. down. Why is JBJ still on the roster? You're going to tell me he's more valuable than Hanley? Like, the defense, it's good, but it's to a point now where it's... You just this, isn't even like, a... this isn't even Marcus, us saying Marcus Smart, he's good on defense. Like, we need him. Yeah. Like, because baseball, like, the defense is a little... It's very... Yeah, not, yeah, you're right. It's not just a little. You, it's very different. Right. And, you know, him making that catch that I mean most like he he makes these diving catches yeah awesome like sometimes they save a run sometimes no one on yeah you know great right but, but how many runs are you producing how often are you getting on base exactly how many times you're scoring how many right what are you doing to help the team on the offensive side and he seems to be one of the one of the sibs on offense yeah you know um so are we a worse team without Hanley? I say uh, like, slightly worse, but I think we can win. I, I mean, we I, could use his bat. We we could use his bat. But I but think we can win without him. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be something where like we're gonna go from like this because I think right now we're projected at 116 wins. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's something where it would jump us from like 116 to like 92. Right. But it, it comes down to can the other guys hit in the playoffs? Yeah. And exactly. if they don't hit, then everyone's going to be talking about, oh, we shouldn't have got rid of Hanley. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mitch Mullen, he's been been on fire. Yeah. He had the second highest average during the playoffs last year. I picked us. picked him in draft the other night. Helped me Did win you? some money. There you go. Yep. Had a big Mitchie home two run. Bags. Mitchie yeah. four bags. Yeah. He had he had a Mitchie four bagger that night. Uh, J.D. Martinez had quite a four-bagger today. I don't know if you saw it. I I did. He crushed saw, that thing. I saw it on Bleacher Report. Crushed that thing. Yeah, over more. It was on the pike. Of, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that it was, was probably on the pike. It was way out of Fenway. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's hitting bombs like that, and he ain't going to be in the home run derby. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd, you know, I'll. All that being said, I'd, I would rather not see him in the derby, but it would be. Yeah. He talks about uh, 
all the stars that Major League has. Mm-hmm. If they're going to give you that opportunity to be in the Derby to showcase yourself, that is a great spot to showcase yourself. True. But. But I, I don't really care. As long as he's focused on winning and. That is you know, that is the more important part. You know? um, and he's hitting, he's hitting bombs. Hitting. And unlike John Carlo over here, he's hitting for average. Yep. He's, I mean, Jesus. And he's not striking out every, you know, every other at bat. Exactly. <laughs> Mookie's been out, so we haven't had as many Mookie home run, leadoff home runs. Yeah, he's got tightness in his left side, which I don't know, whatever that means. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> Stretch it out. Give it a couple he's days. He's supposed to be back in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, he's leading the majors in average right now. Is he still up at uh, over 370? He's he's way up there. Almost three. Let me, let me pull that up. Almost at the four. What's he batting? Wi-Fi is a little slow today. Oh, speaking of the Hanley. Yeah. So they designated him for assignment right after bringing back the Lolita. Right. Which I am that I know I make fun of him, talk shit, but Mookie's at 359. All right. But, yeah, little leader. Him... His glove, and I know we were just talking about how defense might not be as important, or not as but, important, but... But Petey can hit, though. Petey can hit. And I hit, feel like he will hit. Eduardo Nunez tripping over himself. Yeah. Dropping the ball and cut off. Big upgrade. Letting run score. You know, he was... And I was a big advocate when they brought him back. I was happy to see him come back, but he has not been the same player he was when he came here last year. Yeah. He's been far from that player. Yeah, Pedroia will be an upgrade over him. Um, he had a nice, nice opposite field single yesterday. I saw. I think scored a. I think one run. Yeah, I think just yeah. one run. Yeah. Um, Ribby for the little leader. So getting back in his groove. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of last night, you were, you were there. I was there. Live. W- live with Larry. Yep. How how the right was, field bleachers. How was the how was the fence? The fence was great. You know, the hallowed beautiful, grounds. Beautiful night. Great atmosphere. <laughs> um, saw a fair amount of Toronto fans there. Talked a little shit, Larry and I did. There you go. Yep. You gotta, gotta do that once in a you while. Gotta let them know where they are, you know? Yep. <laughs> You're a long way from home. Long way from home. You're not in Canada anymore. Well, speaking of some shit talking, um, I texted you last night. Yeah. Because Sandy Leone did what Christian Vasquez was scared to do. Right, right. Because Porcello, uh, he... Went up high and hit Russell Martin. I didn't see. I didn't. I had literally just started watching. I think the inning before, so I might have missed. Did someone for the Sox get hit? Was that a retaliation thing? I I did not see it. Um, because it seemed like it it was somewhat retaliatory. Retaliatory. Yeah. Um, the way Leon got right out in between them. Right. And Martin was not happy, and it could have just been because he hit him up in the shoulder. Could have been they threw a fastball up and he felt it was too close to his head, but um you know, just the difference in the in the catching right there. Leon he had what, three run home run last night too. And Leon did, yeah. You know, the 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 thing about Vasquez was always that he was great at uh he was just like great at framing the ball when he yeah. first came up. And he's been making a lot of mental mistakes this year. Well, that 
and that goes right in hand with the frame, and it's almost like, yeah, because there's a technique to it, you know, you, you can't move too much, then the umpire's gonna know something, right? Like, can't be swinging, right, the, right, right. You know, you got to make it look natural. Yeah, make it look like it was right there. Right. Like if if it's if it's down low, you got to catch it and hold it right, at, like pull it up, basically, yeah. and. It's almost like he might he might be taking away some strikes, potentially. Yeah. Um, just because he's moving so much, and like, I don't know. It seems like seems like the pitchers like are getting more used to throwing to Leon. Speaking of speaking of the pitches and catches, we are gonna have Stephen Wright pitching. Uh, I think maybe Tuesday. Yeah. I know I know they're adding him into the rotation, and. Blake Swihart will be catching them. Apparently, they've been working on the side. All right. Uh, so, we got a new Doug Marabelli. All right. It sounds good. Is he going to get a police escort to the park? He should. <laughs> Damn should. Um, no, I'm, I am excited with the Hanley stuff being said. It's good to see that Swihart will get more action. Yeah. And they've played him, the kid, at literally, like, I think they've, pretty much put him everywhere except for pitcher yeah so it's i mean this it's like brock holt that can hit kind of yeah you know hopefully granted he might not have the same glove at certain positions that holt has right because holt's better at some positions than others naturally but he um i don't know kid's got a bright future just Swihart, yeah. It's just getting him playing time, and it was kind well, of a log. They've been kind team. of really inconsistent with his playing time, and it's hard. And and it was tough with Tan- with Hanley here, obviously, and it, he hates to sit on the bench. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that was that was part of the reason they said that they traded him. Yeah, or not traded him, but designated him. him for assignment because you know they didn't think he would take sitting on the bench very well. Yeah, well, <laughs> and if he wants to be the leader, and I mean. You know, I've said nothing but good things about Hanley, but he hasn't lived up, lived up to his contract. Obviously, when you no. look at his averages, no. And he had one good year with us, where he had two. What was it, two eighty six or something? But you know, we the the whole thing about him taking on that leadership role this year, like in his mind, I'm sure he was probably thinking, like, if they're gonna try and put him on the bench, like, how are you gonna have the leader be on the bench, right? Type of thing. Yeah, and he was willing to play first base. He's playing a good amount of first base, not a ton, but you know they would, they're doing a good job of switching between Morland, uh, like getting them all three of them at bats. Morland, JD Martinez, yeah, and Hanley. Now just slide Blake Swihart in for Hanley, you know. Right. And granted, he's not a well. I mean. When he was coming up, he was a shortstop, and then they moved him to catcher, and then they moved him to left field. So yeah, he's been all over the place. You know, I, which I is probably annoying to him. I wouldn't say first baseman, but I'm sure he's played enough. He can probably they, play a when they've first. been throwing him around everywhere. You know, right? Um, so we gotta we got? gotta keep winning. Gotta keep winning. We've won our four la- our last four series. Um, they're eleven and three in the last fourteen. Back on track. Back on track. You know, what was it? A couple weeks ago, we were talking about how after the 17, 17 and two start, they were five hundred for a while. Yep, twenty two games, I believe. Yeah, now they're back on track. Eleven and three over fourteen. 
then uh, we have um, we have the best record in baseball, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Back at back at a pedestal. Yep. Back where we belong. Let's keep it that way. And into the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there's some there's some talk about uh, fun at in uh, New England. Yeah, they don't have much of it apparently. Um, apparently, according, winning winning championships isn't fun. According to a, um, what did he play? Six games. Or Cassius week, Marsh. Week ten, I guess they released him. Cassius Marsh. You might not. For those that don't remember the name, he was basically like. And we don't blame you if you don't. No, not at all. He's a nobody. He was like, he was like a wannabe Chris Long. Yeah. He had the tattoos all up and down his arms, but he did this weird, put like his eye black and crosses under. Yeah. Under his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Big tough guy, but he couldn't handle the the heat in New England. Couldn't handle the heat, but when he was here, he told Jeff Howe that he loved it here. He loved the communication. He loved all this and that. So it seems like he's just kind of little butt hurt, butt hurt, looking for attention. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. He's he's on the Forty Nine seems... now, isn't he? I think that's where I know that's where the article came from. He spoke yeah. with the San Francisco Journal. I don't know who the hell cares. Um, he's irrelevant. That being said, there was another report, and I don't know if it was Jeff Howe saying that, saying this report too. But one reporter, they were in there. Uh, in the locker room, I believe it might have been the preseason or something. But there was like there was only a handful of guys in there. Yeah. And someone walked by Cassius Marsh, like one of the another player, and like bumped him by accident or something. Like hit him, like with his elbow or something. Brushed him as he was walking by, or hit him with his equipment that he was carrying something. Yeah. And Cassius Marsh like flipped out. Flip the shit. Damn. For, like, just getting, like, nudged in the shoulder or something. Something's know? wrong with this guy. So, who knows? Maybe he's got that Johnny Manziel bipolar thing going on. I don't know. Yeah. Aaron but, Hernandez. Yeah. He's, <laughs> Not that bad, but I, I remember there's a story about Hernandez. That reminded me of the story of Hernandez with Welker. Oh, where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. R- rookie year? Yeah, where he just snapped at him for... Uh, I don't know what was it when he was trying to. He needed some help with the film, you know, with uh, watching film or something. And he asked Welker for some help, and he said, "Figure it out yourself, Rook." And he flipped out on him. Yeah, I do. I do remember hearing that yeah. story. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, it's just you know, someone with a short temper. Yeah, I tr- trust me. I know all about that. <laughs> um, you know, speculation. Maybe that's maybe he feels like he just wants to join the bandwagon because this season, off season is the, the weirdest in the twenty years that we've been watching. Right, the, and you know, me had those comments from the Eagles player who's saying they don't look like they have fun in New England or whatever. Yeah, well, and then like the whole it's like, like everyone's piling on now. Well, Amon, when Amendola signed with Miami and yeah. Gronk say go have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like everyone wants to pile <laughs> on. Give their own opinions. I guess when there was speculation about Belichick maybe going to the Giants, Landon Collins said, "We don't want that here. Uh, he doesn't have. It doesn't doesn't seem like any fun." Which these guys like? Are they in the NFL to 
just have fun all the time, or they want to win, or like you know, I maybe they <laughs> maybe they want it to be more like the NBA. They can go play with their friends, you know. Yeah, just make millions. Of, hey, whatever. I mean, you're making millions of dollars. You want to just have fun, I guess. You know, go have fun, but so you want to win. You don't want to win. Be a champ. Well, exactly. You want to be a champ. You come to New England. Um, some people can't handle it. Cassius Marsh also had some comments about Jimmy G. Um, and which also, um, Rob Ninkovich had also kind of backed up Belichick when Belichick had said, you know, it's not, it doesn't really look like there's too much of a difference between Jimmy and Tom when they're in practice. Yeah. (coughs) Cassius Marsh kind of echoed that and, um, I didn't read the full, or I didn't get the full quote, but uh, from from what it sounded like, it almost sounded like he was kind of saying, like, right now, Jimmy's better than Tom. Right. I mean, obviously... Right now? Like, at this point in time, or when he was on the Patriots? Well, it must have been when he was... When he was on the Patriots. Yeah. Well, no, because he... I, I'm pretty sure he signed with San Francisco, so oh, he's so still he's talking with about Jimmy now, G. okay. Well, I think he's with. I think he's been talking Look, about the Jimmy whole G's time. Jimmy G's a stud. He is. I mean, I'm. He might be as good as Brady right now. Dez wants to go there. Yeah, they, that's some, another thing we had to talk about. Yep. Someone, someone on Instagram, he deleted the comment. Uh, someone on Instagram asked him where he wanted to play next year or where he. Uh, yeah, where he wants to go. And he answered some random person on Instagram. Answered and he said 49ers. That was it. And, and then, then he deleted. Why did he delete it? Like, you have to know when you post that that everyone's going to see it and everyone's going to start talking about it. Yep. Someone's going to screenshot it first. Someone's going to, yeah, it's going to be on SportsCenter in five minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he was saying before he wants to go and approve it, but if he's going to San Fran, Jimmy G's going to be there for a while. I wouldn't expect to see Dez, like, I would expect to see Dez sign, like, at least a couple of years there. Right. How old is he? Um... Late twenties. Yeah, that's what uh, I figured. Like twenty eight. I was gonna say twenty eight. I don't think he's thirty yet. I feel like he only got drafted like. Ah uh, well, he you know what? He could be thirty. He's twenty nine, so we're right in the right in the middle. Because I was gonna say if he got drafted about seven or eight years ago. Yeah, he's twenty nine. That would make sense, but you know, that being said, it still would be nice to see the Pats. Maybe oh, I would love it. I would love it. You know, um, back to off off season workouts, um, June first, I believe. Yep. So that's two days. Yep. So we'll see. Um, we'll see if Brady comes. You know, every, people are starting to panic. No Brady at the. I mean, people were panicking before, but now people are really starting to. It seems like pick up the panic button a little more or hit the yeah. panic button a little more. Um, kind of saying, like, you know, you don't see quarterbacks skipping out, but, like, I mean, the Steelers, Big Ben, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell are never at voluntary workouts, which, yeah. you know, that might be a bad comparison because they haven't won a championship in right. a good handful of years. Right. But, um, I mean, you look at the way we th- – we should be doing things the way we've always done them because it's worked. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But that, Brady did. There was a video of him 
couple of days ago on a boat oh, throwing yeah. a football. Yeah. Threw a dime. That, hey, at least he's uh, he's still sharp, staying yep. sharp. I wonder if that's going to be one of his receivers, though, because, you know, maybe building that camaraderie. Who was it that he threw it to? It was an F1 driver. He ain't going oh, <laughs> to be He ain't gonna be a receiver for the past. Oh, that's right. He went to that F1 event. The, uh, what's it called? Grand Randy? Prix or something. Oh, something. James Harrison was there, too. It's Apparently, it's just like a bunch of wealthy people. That's, oh, yeah. All he a, does is hang out with wealthy people. It was a yacht. Well, that's what I would do, too, if I was wealthy. It was a yacht, white, white, uh, white, is it all white affair? Is that what they call them? When uh, everyone wears all white? Sure. On a yacht? You gotta be pretty fucking rich to do all that, you know? Yeah. Well, they're pretty fucking rich, so. Yeah, they Blew are. It up. They certainly are. But uh, hopefully he can get his ass back to Foxborough. Yeah. At some point. Get back working <laughs> on those bands. Yep. Bands make a dance. <laughs> Uh, what we else got, we got? Uh, just a quick, quick about the Bruins, I guess. Um, they should take notes on this yes. Stanley Cup playoff, on this so finals. Right Vegas here. is up one nothing. Yep, and one six four. Tonight? Yeah, they yeah they are. Um, right. I believe they started. I think it's already started. Actually, it might have. Um, but yeah, I the other, um, I mean the other night it was that was. It was back and forth. It was good hockey. I was actually. I watched, yeah, a little bit of that. I was watching. It was a good game. I think I watched the first period, period and a half. And it was like. I was switching back between that and the Western Conference game seven. Yeah. Well, and speaking of which, you know, the NBA got what they wanted with that. Golden State. So what is it? Cleveland. How many years in a row has it been those two teams? Four, Four? years in a row. Yeah. Unbelievable. At some kid's college. I hate it. It's at some kid's college And it's not even going to be fun this year. Like, you know, Golden State's going to mop the floor with them. Absolutely. Like, LeBron did, played 48 minutes in Game 7 the other night. He's probably out of gas right now. Like, Didn't Cleveland only win one game last year? I believe so. Didn't, I think, that, so it was this two year, years ago that they won. Cleveland won. Yeah. Like, I don't see Cleveland... Sniffing a win in this no. series, especially if Andre Iguodala comes. You back. think it's a sweep? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warriors and four. The only, unless like, if Iguodala doesn't come back and then someone else gets hurt. Yeah, you know? but should I, be us there. I, I'm, I, pretty sure that Iguodala is coming back. Um, I don't know how close he was come to coming back in the past series, like yeah. in the Rocket series. I do know. I think it was Steve Kerr, coach of the Warriors, came yeah. out and said if they had Iguodala, they would have won in five. It's a so. bold statement. Well, Is Iguodala that valuable? I mean, I mean, he is great a great defender. He's a great asset to have off the bench. He can score, too. He can score. I've always – it's something about the AI. I'm, I'm not a Philly fan, but growing up, yeah. Allen Iverson, I was – one of my favorite players. And Iguodala. Iguodala came in, and he kind of took... I mean, he he took over the Sixers. He was, you know, and they were a playoff team, the series that we went to a few years ago. Yep. And he was leading that team. Yeah. So, yeah, he, you know, coming off the bench, obviously. He's getting old, but he's still got something in the tank, and he's a monster. Yeah. I mean, you look at how he's built those shoulders. Oh, he's a beast. <laughs> he's an animal. He can, and he jumped through the roof, too. Yep. Yep. That dunk I contest. Love, I used to love to play with... Uh, that one year he was on the Nuggets. Yep. I used to love to play with them in 2K and just throw dunks on people. <laughs> he, uh, 
that that um slam dunk contest he was in. Oh yeah. Like, well, he got robbed. He lost to Nate Robinson. Yeah. I think he, he I think he won. won that. No, he should have won. That was the one where he came from behind the backboard. Yeah. And he went under his legs, bounced yeah, it off the back that. of the backboard. People just gave it to Nate cuz he's so short, so they're like, "Oh, short guy Duncan." Yeah, and and <laughs> some some of you guys listening might they might not know our height here, but uh we're on the shorter <laughs> end of the spectrum here. We're one so, of the shorter podcasts. But we're uh, you know, well, not not by the length of our podcast. We usually are about an hour. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're one of the longer ones. But uh, you know, I I don't get I don't get the whole oh he's short. Like I get it when Spud Webb did it. Yeah, because like I mean it's impressive. Like he's he has really strong legs and he can jump really high. It is, but, but when you're only like... when all you can do is like just jump up and just dunk it. Like he like Nate. I mean, did he do go between the legs or anything? Like. He jumped over Dwight Howard that year. I know that, but well, uh, and even still, know. that wasn't even really like jumping over him. Like he kind of like he, he kind of pushed cleared. off of his shoulder too. Yeah, a little was, bit, and like he kind of like his nuts might have rubbed the back of his head. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't clear him completely. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but you know, um, but Nate was a Nate was a good player. I liked I liked when he was in Boston for that year. Oh, I, I definitely. He's, I, a, he's a good shooter too. He wasn't just a. Wasn't just a yeah. Duncan, no. Right. That's where he got his name. Right. And last year he was trying to get, trying to get signed by the Seahawks. Yeah, he wanted to go to the NFL. He's crazy. He did play football in college. Yeah, for he was Washington. A yep, University of Washington. Um, he's, you know, we kind of went off on a tangent on non-Boston players. No, it's all right. But it Nate was around. Nate was here. Nate was here. Still, Shrek and, got Everyone wrong. remembers the Shrek and Donkey game. Of him and Big Baby in the finals. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Big Baby's drooling. Yeah. You got the Nate's drool. like riding on his back. He's <laughs> drooling all over the place. Oh, man. Those are the days. That was yeah. the last time LeBron wasn't in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Kendrick Perkins. Right. Now he's now Kendrick Perkins is... He, oh, he's getting, on the Cavs. He's getting about 49, averaging 49 claps at night. Yeah, well, he's been, he's been in LeBron's ear, you know, like yelling at him and trying to get him motivated and stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe he's good at that. Probably yeah. got that from KG. Yeah, but now he's now he's buddy-buddy with LeBron. I don't – we don't see him at the 2008 reunion. No? I mean, he's he had some good uh, some good parts in the, the documentary. Did the 2008 he? documentary. Was he – He told the story of when Pierce made him do push-ups in the snow or something after practice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Pierce was like, "Yeah, I like to, I like to test the guy's mental toughness." Hell I was yeah. like, "Hey, Perk, I bet you can't do push-ups in the snow." <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a good, good documentary. Check it out. Um, he was he at the area, <coughs> at Area Twenty One that night. Yeah, last year when they had the <coughs> the OA team, it was him, Big Baby, Rondo, and Pierce, and I think that was it. Yeah, because Allen wasn't there. Ray Allen, no. Yeah. I was trying to think if Tony Allen was there, but I don't think he was. No, it was only... <coughs> yeah. <coughs> for this water. Easy. Well. We got some music to get to. A little bit of music. Yeah. Um, that show. Yes. We've been talking about it, Eastern Standard. We've been talking about, if you've listened to the podcast, you know about it by now. Yep. Uh, I believe the album's out. Um, the whole thing's out? I believe. 
Alright, we'll so. have to play some of that next week. I haven't listened to it and picked my favorite tracks yet, but But the it's either today or tomorrow, because I know it's at the end of May. Alright. And then the album release party will be Saturday, the Middle East downstairs, Slain, Spose, Chris Rivers, um, Marvelous, a uh, handful of other artists. Love uh, it. It's going to be, I mean, Leeds put it together, Archetype engineered the whole thing. Yep. Speaking of which, Archetype and Mo Pope, uh, they performed Sunday at Boston Colin. Nice. Uh, Eminem, uh, by uh, the way. As did, as did Eminem. That's pretty legendary. I mean, Eminem... Oh, that's his first appearance in Boston since in like since up in Smoke years. Tour. Yep, we talked about this before, so that was a big Boston hip hop moment. And he posted on his Instagram. Yeah, thank today. you, Boston. Yep, yep. So shout out to Eminem for coming through. Hell yeah! <laughs> and he Finally, brought, he brought Royce out with him. Nice. Yep, they did Fastlane. They didn't do uh, the Caterpillar though. I don't think. Damn. But well, maybe maybe they did. I just didn't see a video of it. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um. But yeah, so that that uh that release party's on Saturday. Um, we got um there's another another album release coming up soon. I forget exactly. We got uh Slane's going overseas with La Coca Nostra for another tour. Nice. Um good stuff. So I'm sure they'll be coming back around this way. Last time they were here I can't remember if they did the Palladium or if they did the Middle East, but I'm sure it'll be one of the two venues. Yeah. Um, Joyner Lucas coming up. Uh, the House, House of Blues. Blues. Yep. Uh, the other night he brought out Chris Brown. I don't know if you saw the video. Did he? Uh, he was in like Minnesota or Michigan. They got another song out. We've only reviewed one of their songs, I think. They got another one out. Yeah. What's, uh, what's it called? Never Die? Something like that. Uh, we'll get to that one next week. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Justin Clancy has, he has an album coming out. I saw that. Executively produced by the man, Knox Beats. Knox Beats. Um, so there will be a lot of... Uh, He's got TV dinner, bottom line, and work in progress on there. Yeah. There's three big singles. Um, there's also... Who the hell was it? I just saw someone talking about their album. Huh? Off my mind right now. All right. Maybe it'll come back to me. What do you got for us? We got a little, uh, we talked about Michael Christmas. We talked about Michael Christmas last week. Um, he had that single dropping at midnight after our podcast. Yep. Ball. Ball. So, I'm going to play that one. Here we go. Michael Christmas. Hold on. I thought I was connected. Maybe you heard it, but it said, fuck the Lakers. <laughs> it did. Oh, it's still connected. Come on now. Come on now. I had it before. Just hit it. I bet it'll start working. Give it a little smack. Give it a little smack? Yeah. I don't know. Too bad it's not Alexa. You can start swearing at her. Maybe she'd start working. All right, here we go. Michael Christmas Ball. And he does say fuck the Lakers in this song, so. And he's wearing a Celtics jersey in the picture, the cartoon picture. <laughs> 
song it's not it's not really like um i mean when last week when we were talking about it obviously we didn't know what it was about right we were saying it might be a celtics anthem or something yeah it's not really i mean he doesn't mention anything about the celtics but he does say fuck the lakers yeah so So. you know (laughs) that'd be a good good tune you hear blasting outside causeway street absolutely yeah uh, no, it's a good song. It's a good song. I'll Maybe the guys on the drums one. outside will stop playing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Every time we play the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got Jay Zach, who we've covered many times. And yeah. he dropped his new New album Hampshire? From New Hampshire. Dropped his new album. It's called Off the Boat. Um, I listened to the whole thing today. Oh. So I could pick my favorite track, and my favorite one was the first one. It's called Maintain Course. All right. Yeah, why does it keep disconnecting? Oh. That thing not charged enough or something? Connected now. Maybe. Just having some technical difficulties. It's alright, at least you got the premium Spotify. That's true. No, I got the I got Apple Music. Oh shit! Three month free trial. Wow. Yep. Oh come on now. Come on now, don't do this to me. We got no connection. Nah. Hold on. Jay Zach coming soon. So how many uh how long is this 
uh, album? Eight songs. So it's more like an EP, I guess. All right. Available, obviously, on Apple Music. Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify everywhere. YouTube. All that shit. Wherever you play music. Yeah. All right, we're having some issues here. J-Z-A-C. Yep. Um, what the fuck? Just play it off the, uh... Play it off the phone? Yeah, just put it right up next to the... Put it up next to the mic there. One more try. Oh, I just had it. And then it went away. All right, whatever. Oh, there it is. I got it. All right, just in time. It was meant to happen. All right, Maintain Course by Jay Zach. Yeah. I saw you drip away. I watched you go the wrong direction. Try reaching out somewhere, but we lost connection. Lost of words, but I finally got the courage. Been a mess in this depression, really getting on my nerves. Guess it could be worse. Time to get my act together. I really hate that all the pain make the rapping better. In a rut, what the fuck? Spill my drinks, spill my guts. I've been stuck in this throne. What the fuck now? They be looking at me crazy when they stare at me. I learned to guarantee ain't even the guarantee. Lost my mind over the summer temporarily. They said it gets better apparently. Yeah, right. But I'm alright though. I don't need a pity party. I understand that you really sorry, but really sorry ain't gonna really help. So don't get me started. I pour my heart and soul. Don't compare me to any artist that's any artist. I've been down and out. I ain't never counted out. Thoughts spinning circles in my head like a roundabout. Upset cause I wasn't up next. And relationships ruined. I'm obsessed with success. Got my back against the wall. Back against it all. Haven't heard from you in months. I ain't flattered that you called. Saying that I changed, now I naturally evolved. That's some shit you'd understand if you were actually involved. Receiving criticism, a ton of it. Learning to juggle it. I miss doing shit for the fun of it. And I ain't in denial, but it's hard to crack a smile. When the years feel like months and the bills start to pile. Mama still gone, working minimum wage. Gotta do something. Jay Zach, talking that real. Yeah. Dope. He is super talented. Yeah. New Check Hampshire's own. New Hampshire's own. The album's called Off the Boat. Check it out everywhere. Um, I think he'll be announcing a tour soon, probably. Oh, yeah. You'll probably see him down around the Middle East somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Either upstairs or downstairs. Yep. So, check that out. Check out Jay Zach. He's coming to your town or close to your town. Hell, yeah. Um, and I think that's it for us. Oh, yeah. We got... Um... So, can't forget, Jack Book, he's already queuing the duck boats. Yes, for the 2019. For the Celtics next year. Yep. And I'm going to say, with the best record in baseball. Okay. That the we got a parade in October or November? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go that far yet. <laughs> um, but I will say, we will be in the championship series. Okay. I will hey, go that far right that's now. That's a lot better than. Uh, and I'm also keeping in mind. Last few years. I'm also keeping in mind. You know, we got we got a guy named David Price on the rotation. But you always got to keep that in mind. Who? Oh, by the way, we didn't get to his most recent comments about being soft. How he called himself soft the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cora kind of. He's been... really just embracing the whole soft thing now. But he thinks it's a big joke, but it's not because he actually is soft. So. 
Yeah. That's the irony. That's the irony, you know? He's just making a, a bigger joke out of himself. But... Well, hey, we'll be back next week to make fun of David Price some more. Yes, we will. Call him soft again. Yep. Maybe make some more predictions. That'll be right next year. Sounds good.